step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I have a meeting in about 10 minutes or so, yeah. so we're going to be a little bit shorter on the Minnesota goodbye. So I have not pre-read these emails to Uh-oh. know what they're going to do. Uh-oh. So. Let's jump in. Here comes Brent from Chicago, and Brent wants a staff writer sticker, so I'm going to take a picture of his address. i got to catch up on those. I'm way behind. <clears throat> hey, all. I keep hearing you uh, read emails from people complaining about too many commercials on the podcast interrupting the show. I listen to the pod on the Apple Podcast app and only experience one commercial at the beginning and one at the end. Maybe ditch the iHeart app. I would defend the iHeart app, but if they can't get their act together, then I don't know what to say. It is really annoying. Like, we get a lot of text messages, Mm -hmm. a lot of people being like, hey, I've been listening to commercials for the last 20 minutes. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, if you're going to find, it's kind of like if you get better service at Target than you do at Kohl's, you're going to go to Target. Right. So I would love to defend the iHeart app, but I would rather have you have a great experience on the Apple app than try to listen to the iHeart app. So, but he does say, I will admit, I'm an avid listener to the morning show via the iHeart app from Chicago. So they listen to the show on the iHeart app, which seems to work fine. Uh, but as in the podcast, is a different story. Thanks for the entertainment, by the way. I'm digging the bro show while Jenny is out. <laughs> Thank you, Brent. I appreciate that one. Uh, by the way, go on Jenny's Instagram and look at the pictures of the really, really cool pictures of Jenny's uh, vacation. Please don't say my name. I have a story was reminded of yesterday when you talked about cars breaking down and approaching strangers. My senior year of college in 2015, I had an interview for a teaching job up north. For some reason, my directions took me through a very bizarre back road. I was driving a red grand caravan minivan when I heard the loudest noise and realized I'd blown a tire. Oh, I had no service to make a call, was stranded on a dirt road in my nice dress pants Heels and the works. I started approaching some houses to see if anybody had a landline I could use. The first house had a dog that came running out of me, and I quickly turned and ran as fast as I could in my heels back to my car. They must have had an invisible fence because it never left the yard. The next house over luckily had a woman who was home and let me borrow her landline, call a tow truck, and then my boyfriend. Eventually, the tow truck came. I had service and called the place I was interviewing, and I was three hours late. They still interviewed me, and I got the job. Wow. Thanks for all you do. That is staff writer, and I won't say her name. Um, a friend told me a story a long time ago about how he got the job at a record company because he got there at the office building that was like 30 or 40 stories high, and the elevator wasn't working. <laughs> so this guy, who was a DJ with me in Chicago or um, Columbus, he ran up the stairs because the elevators weren't working because he didn't want to be late. So he ran up 30 or 40 flights of stairs, got to the interview all out of breath and ah, ah, pulling his collar open and sweating. And the manager interviewing him thought that was so funny that he gave him the job. No way. Because it was such a great story. That's so, funny. Yeah, that is a good story. Uh, thank you for that. I'm going to hit delete. Lex one. 
Thank you, Dave. I feel so seen. I appreciate so much that you quickly describe parenting two small children as fucking constant and a lot. <laughs> it's true. I love it so much. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I had my second child on day one of the pandemic shutdown. Even now that they are a little older, they talk so much, and it's such a volume that I can't even hear myself think. Many days, it's me or one or both of them for 13 hours straight. That's just a lot of time to spend with someone who has very little concept of personal time or space. You guys are great. Thank you. That is from Rochelle. Um, we talked about this many times about how Allison brings the girls over because Allison and Justin need a break. But they are a lot. They are constantly in need of attention right. at one and three years old. I, you know, I've been thinking about this. When is the age that people usually start thinking about having kids because there's a lot there's a bunch of people that I graduated with you know they're starting to get kids they're starting to get married and I just have zero desire for it like literally zero desire for it after seeing you know I'm a great with my niece and nephew I'll babysit them awesome it's fine but man seeing how they are with like my brother and all that is just like wow i don't i don't want no. it no and you know what i loved kids when i was like 10 12 years old i was great with my nieces and nephews never had any desire to have kids till i and i didn't even when when uh, cricket got pregnant i was 19 actually when she got pregnant i was 18 beth was born when i was 19 but it wasn't like i had this instinct i'm really glad that i've had all my kids but I think that I don't know that there's an age. Do you ever want? You don't think you ever want to have kids? No, I think I'll, I, do. I do eventually okay. want to have kids. I think, but right now it's just like I can't even fathom it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, it's just not something that I really want right Can now. Can I ask you a totally inappropriate question? Yeah. You being gay, what would be your game plan to have a kid? You know, I haven't done a whole lot of research about it. It would probably be adoption i think there's like some type of thing where you can give somebody sperm and they birth oh, sure. your kid. Oh, yeah yeah sure, i don't good. know yeah is yeah. that what that is mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so it probably be something like that or an adoption you know it's it's whatever okay you know? i'm just curious yeah um uh, i don't know if there's an age i think some people want to have kids when they're like 20 years old and other people want to have kids because it's getting close to the end of their baby making years right um uh, but i don't know i think some people really yeah it, it, you want to have kids when you're young enough to be able to keep up with them. But I had Carson when I was 38, and I never had trouble keeping up with him. Um, we've gone on hikes and Boy Scouts and rafting and snowboarding and skiing together. My dad was 47, almost 48 when he had me, which was, I didn't realize it when I was young, but when I got older and I realized that my dad was 20 years older than my friend's dad. Right dads uh it was a little bit weird but he did a really good job of you know we weren't out like doing strenuous stuff but he went camping and shooting and hiking right. things like that so that's good i don't know i don't have an maybe you have an answer for drake i'm not sure uh next one from demonte a regular staff writer meant to email in yesterday but i forgot i had to share what dave made me do at work on wednesday you're all doing hallmark movie improv games i mistakenly took a big gulp of water Dave suddenly and unexpectedly yelled, shut up, you old bitch, to Drake's character. <laughs> I am a UPS driver. I was in the back of the truck where I keep my water, also where packages are loaded. I'm sure you can start to paint the picture. I proceeded to spit take all over a couple of shelves of packages. Oh, no. They were dry by the time I got to that section, so what the customers don't know won't hurt them, I suppose. 
Blame Dave. He caused this, not me. Thanks for my sticker. Attached is my pick on my 64-ounce water bottle. I also added a picture of my Care Bear sticker because it's funny. That's and there right. it is. And he's got a freaking Care Bear on the side of his <laughs> bottle. DeMonte, we love you. Thank you very much. Um, and he writes again. He writes another email. And he says, Dave, your analogy on roller coasters being like sex was hilarious. Yesterday we were talking about how, you know, different sex is like, you know, it's like going to Valley Fair. There are some people who want to go on the scary, scary rides where you scream the entire time. Mm -hmm. And some people who want to take it easy. Drake, you are disgusting for wanting to go to the water park, you sick fuck. Mm -hmm. LMAO, JK. Dave, you said you have a crack in your windshield. It's been there for a while. Just wanted to see if you know if your insurance covers window damage. I think they do. Most do. They usually use Safe Light, and they will come to do the repair at your home. Super convenient. I sent an email last week that I think got lost in the shuffle. I'm sending it again so you can at least know what you made me do for work. And that's the the one with the water bottle. I'm going to bring back something from that you won't remember it happened before you were born. There used to be a company that advertised all over radio and TV that if they fixed your windshield, they'd give you a free box of steaks. And I'm going to look up the guy. I don't want to do anything that, like, you know, Sally's his character. But let me look up here because his name was. Like, we're talking, like, actual, like, food steak? Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so, yeah, his name is George Corporal. And so uh, George Corporal is dead. And so I don't risk saying anything bad about him because, you you know, it's not that I want to say anything bad about George Corporal. But George Corporal had this company. And I don't remember what it was called. But George Corporal. Would basically he do the did these advertisements that said if you get your um, windshield fixed with us, here it is glass service company, um, uh, get your windshield fixed with us. We'll give you a free box of steaks, and it was a huge huge deal because when you got your windshield fixed in the eighties and nineties in Minnesota, you did it with this guy. Then people started to figure out, wait a second. My insurance company, nobody's insurance company should be paying for a free box of steaks. You should be paying for the windshield. Sure, pay for my windshield to get fixed. But for them to build in the price of a box of steaks oh. just to win your business was a little bit shady. Yeah. So I, I say that not because it's a great story, but because it's a little bit of a uh, nostalgic little thing. Yeah. Uh, because back in the day, you got your windshield fixed by George Corporal and got a free box of steaks. Yeah, what a great deal. It was, and people would be like, shit, I want them steaks. Yeah, dude. Next one. Uh, you were talking about uh, car troubles, cracking windshields. I have horrible luck with these types of things. Want to tell my misfortunes. In 2020, I made my first big girl purchase of a brand new Jeep. 12 miles on it. The Ooh. perfect car, just what I was looking for. 20 years old, so a brand new car was a big deal, especially compared to the piece of junk that I was driving before. Two days after I bought it, I'm driving down 169 following a semi, but I had no choice. My exit was very soon. The semi hit a small rock, and it flew at my car and cracked my windshield. Devastating. Got it fixed. Not even six months later, same chunk of highway, getting off the same exit. A dump truck. Oh. With wood debris in the back was in front of me. A rock flew out of the back and cracked my windshield again. Oh, no. In the same car, I was in the lane next to another dump truck thing, something I still don't know what, flew out of the back and somehow perfectly landed to pop my tire. <laughs> I had the worst luck with this car. Four years later, I still love her. 
By the way, her name is Betty White. Oh, my god, That's great. That's um, just so unlucky, dude. I mean, seriously, that's something you could expect maybe every 10 years, but not that often. I would love a sticker if still available, and I'm going to send you one, Amanda K. She signs it, Dart Lick, Dart Lick. Thank you very much. I'm going to hit delete on that one. And this one is a sex capades one that goes on for a really long time. So I'm going to flag that for a Naughty Tuesday. And I think we're going to be a little bit short, but I go back to Tammy. Tammy sent an email close to a month ago. She said, I figure if you have some questions, if you need some questions, they might be fun to answer when you need to fill some time. So I'm going to give you one right now. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Uh, If you were kidnapped and were able to call your partner and say just one sentence that cannot be, help, I'm kidnapped. What sentence would you say that would let your partner know that something was definitely wrong? Example, somebody that's terrified of snakes, snakes saying they are thinking of becoming a snake breeder. So um, that's a tough one. If you were to call your partner or somebody and, and say something that lets them know you're being kidnapped, but you can't say, help, I'm kidnapped, what would you say? I would say, can you bring over some food for my pet spider? Because I hate spiders. I have arachnophobia. So, and I would probably call my parents because they know how terrified I am because I was a fucking little B-word about spiders when I was younger. That's that's <laughs> legit because they'd be like, whoa, Drake, are you okay? Right. And that's all you say and hang up and they go, oh yep. my God, Drake's not okay. That is genius. Um, I guess I could say... I don't know. I'm here on the moon, and the view is lovely. <laughs> and then like- Susan would be like, what the fuck? You I? <laughs> and then if I just said that and I hung up, she would probably call 911. Wow. Um, speaking of bugs, it was funny because um, I give Chase such a hard time. I told this story during his wedding, uh, during the father of the groom speech. He hated bugs when he was a kid. And when Chase was probably about 16 or so, he was at my house in Colorado and he was in the bathroom taking a shower and getting ready. And I heard a blood curdling scream, Mm -hmm. just a horrible scream. And I thought, oh my God, he slipped in the tub. He cut himself open. He's dying. I ran to the bathroom. I knocked on the door. Chase, are you okay? No, there's a bug in here. (laughs) And uh, so he also did did not like, he still does not like bugs. So. And that's it for the Minnesota Goodbye. Send your emails to ryanshow at kdwb.com. And uh, we'd love to get you on for next time. We'd love to send you a, um, uh, a Minnesota Goodbye staff writer sticker. Send those in because we'll need more for tomorrow to ryanshow at kdwb.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.